0: I'm no stranger to finding refuge in close quarters behind closed doors. Now you all may be thinking that I've spent time in prison, but that's not the case. In fact, I think most of us listening to this sermon today can relate. Because this has become our lives. But before it was cool, I had a different experience with self-isolation. During the two years I lived in China, there would be days, or even the occasional weekend, where I would not leave my apartment. Days when the thought of trying to navigate a foreign culture, trying to speak my broken Mandarin in order to communicate, or the thought of being stared at endlessly because I was white, was just more than I wanted to tackle. There were times I just needed to close the curtains and stay inside, eat boxes of Kraft macaroni and cheese, and watch Game of Thrones. I just needed to regroup, to focus on what fed me. No, I'm not talking about the junk food and TV there. You know, I would eventually come out of my apartment feeling renewed and ready to get back out in that foreign world that I had come to call my home. So as I was reading the Gospel passage for today, I had a feeling come over me that was familiar. I had been there before. Now, many of us can relate now, the world I was living in in China was not one I was readily familiar with. The world we find ourselves in now is one we do not recognize either. Although at the start of week six in isolation, we know the landscape. The disciples gathered in that room didn't know what was to come next. Despite all that Jesus had told them and prepared them for, they did not know what to expect. The world they found themselves in suddenly, they no longer recognized. today we find them locked in a room for their own safety. They are afraid, they are anxious, maybe they're even bored. But I think they're also concerned for another reason. What if Jesus was right? What if Jesus was right all along? Mary Magdalene had already seen Jesus. What does that mean? What does that mean for us? I don't think they were thinking, what does it mean moving forward? I think they might have been thinking, what does it mean right now, in this moment, behind these closed doors? Forget the future for a moment. What does it mean today? say that because there is a lot of future gazing at the moment and understandably so, we don't want to live like this much longer we don't want to keep going like this but we also don't want to worry about getting sick and we don't want to worry about our loved ones either so it is good to look ahead, it is good to look towards the future These acts are the basis for hope. But often there is hope in the present. Often there is hope right where we find ourselves. This is a slight tangent, but I'm reminded of Jeremiah chapter 29, where God tells the exiled people of Israel to build houses and to plant gardens in Babylon. The message being that Babylon is not forever, you will return home, but in the meantime, find life where you are. So today, let's stay here. Let's not talk about the future impacts this pandemic is going to have on our lives. Let's not talk about all the opportunities being presented to us in this time. And let's certainly, let's certainly avoid discussion of the levels of injustice in our education, healthcare, unemployment, and justice systems that are being exposed by this crisis. Those are real issues that will need to be addressed as we come out of this. But today, today I think we need to stay right here. There is hope here, and there is life right here among us. The disciples locked in that room discovered this truth. Locked in that room, they had that hope come to them. When Jesus appeared among them in their fear, their anxiety, in their worry, Jesus proclaimed to them peace. Immediately after that, they rejoice. Now, they don't rejoice upon first seeing him. I think they were afraid because they did, after all, abandon Jesus at his death. I don't think they knew what to expect. What is he coming back to us for? Is he going to be happy to see us? But Jesus comes among them and says, Peace. This is the message of hope they had been waiting for, and it came to them in their darkest moment, unexpected. If I could see you today, if we could be together today, I would ask you all this question. In your homes, in your rooms, as one day bleeds into the next, where has peace come to you? Where has Jesus found you? How do you hear his words today? Peace be with you. Unlike the disciples, we are not in our homes with the curtains drawn for fear of retribution from the authorities or even from Jesus. We are living this way to show our care for our neighbors and ourselves living this way without knowing how long it will last. So in the midst of this crisis, where have we seen peace? I have seen peace in the folks from St. Paul's who have worked to make masks for health care workers and parishioners. I have known peace in the response I have gotten requesting donations for the people of the Navajo Nation. I have known peace in praying with some of you on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I have known peace in my daily prayers for all of you and my loved ones and in my scripture studies, which I can say are more frequent these days than they were when life was so busy. I have known peace in the added time with my family, and I have met Jesus in my frustrations and my grief of which there has been many and much through this time. Locked in our homes, Jesus still comes to us, ever generous, ever giving of the abundance of peace. Perhaps the disciples needed that time to regroup, to check in with themselves, to reflect on what had happened, what they got wrong how they might live now. Perhaps that time, those days, those weeks in that room were a gift, inviting them to focus on what matters, inviting them to reflect on their time with Jesus, on his teachings, on the life he gave them. The greatest gift of all for them, though, in that moment was when he came to them, That gift. That was the gift of knowing that even in his absence, Jesus is present. It is the same gift given us each day, and this time we find ourselves in is no different. Even in the absence of church, of Eucharist, of gathering with friends and loved ones to worship and to do ministry in the world, even in that absence, Jesus is present to us. So today, let's stay here. Let's find the peace that is waiting for us right now. Because one day, when we can open the doors and put down our face masks, that peace will invite us to go out, to be sent as the Father sent Jesus. That peace we will carry with us Out into the world Amen